All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, I have uh, another edition of Conversations with Dr. Cowan and Friends. And as I've said, some friends I've actually met and some I just meeting. Uh, Colin and I have met twice, as they say, in real life, <laughs> which seems to be less and less of, of life is real life. Uh, but I still like real life because then at least you know the person's uh, actual person. Uh, so one was, I think, 2015 at a Weston Price conference in Anaheim. And then there was another conference in uh, Alabama. And so let me just, uh, Colin, I'm just going to say a little bit about, you know, there's, I don't know how many different companies that sell herbs and things related to herbs and mushrooms. And so why, why do we pretty, not exclusively, but largely exclusively carry your herbs? Your meaning, Colin is the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the founder and CEO of Raw Revelations. That's correct. Well, I like to think of myself as a co-founder because my wife, Marilyn, and I really are a, a strong team together. So she, she, she does a lot of the, the stuff that I'm not. She has the strengths where I'm, I'm not very strong. Yeah, so that, we complement each other really well. And I have all the geeky knowledge and all the, the, the strong interest in this. And uh, she's, she's really good at, she's got, she's got a good business mind and she really helps with Got it. With a big part of keeping it, yeah, keeping it afloat and going and Got um, it. not me just drifting off into a million different directions. Right. All right. So here, 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 yeah. was, here was my yeah. story with this. So number one, and I, I've written about this, I ended up coming up with this, uh, a sort of scheme uh, that uh, certain medicines should be energetic medicines. Uh, sort of like homeopathy. And what I mean by those is if you want to give metals, like, you know, in, in particularly anthroposophical medicine, they use homeopathic tin and lead and arsenic. And, and you would never want to give those as a substance, right? That would be poison. But there's some interesting research that if you're, if you're arsenic poisoned and you give somebody homeopathic arsenic, it actually helps you excrete the arsenic from your body. So mm -hmm. I ended up thinking that uh, for medicines, um, the, the minerals and uh, metals should always be given in a homeopathic form. Not, not always minerals, but metals. Now with plants, I came to the conclusion that plants essentially are homeopathic. They, plants are energy beings. And, and what uh, life is, is uh, life take, uses some energy that we call life. Well, let's not even really get into that, but it's some living principle that takes substance from the earth and makes it into a living being. So you don't need to make homeopathic er, uh, plants. They're already energized. And so I, therefore I wanted uh, like, herbal extracts or herbal tinctures or something that had the actual substance of the herb in there. And so over the years, I tried many different, uh, different ones. And then uh, what really got me interested in your company, that is Raw Revelations, was I, when we were starting Dr. Cowan's Garden, I wouldn't do it because I thought powders degrade, uh, like if you make vegetable powders, uh, they degrade just being in the, in the air and the sun. And so I, I thought it, it's just not going to keep. And so I'm not, I'm not doing it. And then some, I don't remember how, but somebody said, oh, well, you should put them in mirin jars. And I said, what's a mirin jar, right? Because no. nobody knows. And so then I read the story, you know, the story, like the urban myth is reverse engineered from Egyptian uh, you know, pyramids, and then somebody found them, and there was some oil in there, and they ate it, and it was still good, you know, 3,000 years later, and then they brought it to Switzerland, reverse engineered, the, essentially the color and the thickness of the, of the jar, 
And they said it only lets certain wavelengths in there and those have a energizing, not a degrading effect on whatever's in there. And so things, not only do they keep longer, but they get better and better the longer they're in there. And yeah. you know, being me, I said, well, that sounds good, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> so sure. I did the first of now two tomato tests which is I took a tomato from one of the cherry tomato plants that I grew. And actually this time I did it, I, uh, I'm doing it again. I started on uh, a few days ago. I weighed it to the exact number of ounces. So 0.7 ounces. And then I put one, so they're, you can't say they're identical, but they looked identical, right? They, they were from the same plant. They looked identical. They had the exact same weight. I put one in a mason jar, one in a 250 milliliter mirin jar and put it on the counter in the kitchen, not in the refrigerator, not in direct sunlight, but there was light in the room. And then I sealed mm -hmm. it and waited. And it was about two weeks later, as you can imagine, the tomato in the mason jar was like mushy and yucky and all that. Yeah. And I opened up the mirror jar perfectly normal. And then we sealed Amazing. it. And then I checked it again a couple of times. Literally two months later, you could still eat it. And I was like, Believe it. yeah. <laughs> so that was, that Incredible. was, yeah, the proof. And now I'm doing it again. I just started a few days ago. So I will report on that. And then oh, I really? decided, uh, well, if I'm going to give somebody an herb, it's going to have to be in a mirror and jar. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, now there are some that are powdered and you can probably do not have to do that. But uh, and so yeah. that was the first thing that attracted. So I started looking, you know, is there anybody who's already figured this out? And you were basically the main company. The other thing was, and this is a sort of backhanded compliment. You know, I always say that people compliment other people when they're like we are. So when I looked yeah, at your formulas, sure, sure. <laughs> right, because that means you're like me, therefore I think you're smart. Uh, <laughs> kind of a stupid way to do it. But I, I looked it. at your That's herbal funny. formulas and most of them were almost exactly what I would have done. So I, of course, think, well, whoever's doing this is smart guy because he's like sort of like me, which which of course means if I'm dumb, then you're dumb too. But, but I had those two things and then I read about how you do it. And, and it, I said, I got to try this out. And I used to tell my people, patients and people, I let uh, my patients choose the medicines that work with their wallet. In other words, if I gave somebody mm -hmm. something and like, for instance, if I ran out of it and they were getting it from me and they, they say to me, oh, don't worry about it. I'll get it like in a month. I knew that that didn't help them. If they mm -hmm. say to me, Tom, mm -hmm. if you don't get this in tomorrow, I'm going to go find somebody else and they're going to get I'm going to get it from them. And you better do figure this out because I'm never going to see you again. <laughs> and, and I knew, you know, I could hear from the complaints, you know, to the reception, like, how could you possibly run out of immune war? <laughs> like, oh, what, what's yeah. going to happen to me? Like, it's your fault. <laughs> so, fine. So, of course, then you have to get a system so that doesn't happen and all that. And, and mm -hmm. all I could say was, it really took the the efficacy, there, there, there was no problem with any toxicity. I've never seen anything like that. Not even. No, so, no. But yeah. that's not the issue. This, these work better than anything I'd ever used. So I had three, I had the mirror jars, the formulas, and my real life experience. And that's why I use them. I mean, it's really as simple as that. And so with that introduction, again, I always tell people if there's anything that you disagreed with, let us let us know. But that was great. How do you how, like? Who are you, and how do you figure these things out? Like, what what happened here? It, 
So welcome. That's the yeah. That's thank you so much for that. That was that was incredible. It it really I I I definitely resonate with all of that. I, it was it was great to hear all that experience with the Myron. I haven't done too many actual experience ex, experiments with preservation besides just seeing all the literature and starting to use them and starting to drink water out of it. I, I, I that was my biggest experiment with, with, with it, just using it as a water vessel. And, and I really had a lot of, I just, the water always tasted better. And I, I it was, it was one of those things where I was, I, I knew. And then when we started putting herbs in it, it just, we just got such good results from them right off the bat that we, we just kept going with it. Um, we, I you found know, that Alan, it's interesting. Um, I, I, I did that with water for a while. Now I use other things sometimes, yeah. but you know, I yeah. had another interesting thing. I put one sauerkraut in, in a, I guess you call it Myron or Mirin or. Yeah. Myron. I call it Myron, but yeah. And it did not work. The sauerkraut did not taste good. It like, it, it was, it, it was, wow. a, yeah, it was interesting. It was like, the sauerkraut has its own life, right? It's like a, it's like a living food. Yeah. And it, it did not like to be in a, in that jar. I don't know why. <laughs> Interesting. It could have been just, it was something with the bacteria. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 right. that is, that is your interest. I've never fermented it. I've never heard of anybody fermenting yeah, it. I never had either. Yeah. Tried it something, once, but. something with those lower life forms and maybe yeah. the bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what what comes to mind when you were saying all the all the things about the consumer experience, like your client's experience with it, and that's what was the driving force for, for for what Raw Revelations is today, because it all it all started. It brings me back to when all this started. Was this was this was started with my own health journey of I had some teenage acne. I had a, a compound fracture uh, that I needed to heal. Then I had a, a hernia from the inactivity from it. So I really started getting into nutrition. Um, even a little bit before that, I was always raised no soda in the house, things like that. My mom was pretty conscious, always took vitamins. But then she got diagnosed with uh, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, CLL, at, in 2004. And that was right, right when I was getting into raw foods and researching just a lot of the therapeutic potential of cleansing and changing your diet and just nutrition in general. Um, and I approached her saying, hey, like, this seems to make sense. Here's some books about it, especially with cancer. It seems like you want to do some more living foods and do more of a detoxification diet. So let's try this raw vegan thing. And... Hence, hence the term raw revelations, why it was so strong back then, we, we started just making kale chips and flax crackers. And we were just oh. so energized about raw foods that, that that's kind of where we started. And I was also growing ocean mineral wheatgrass at the time, just for my own personal benefit and, and use and, and helping my mom. Uh, then I ended up just a series of circumstances looking for local honey in my area. I bumped into a lady who was opening up a, a local market, kind of like an indoor farmer's market uh, okay. idea. She said, I need someone to grow where, my wheatgrass. Where were you at the time? This is in Temecula, uh, Temecula, California. It's just north of San Diego. Right. Got it. Um, and she she basically made it easy to, to start a business because it was like you buy shelf space and then you just you sell it all and, and you get the profit and really easy kind of startup. I was in the uh, geological work. My dad was a geological engineer, so I was doing a lot of work in that field uh, with him. And I, I started just getting into this. Let's see. He passed away suddenly of a heart attack on the handball court. Really healthy guy. Uh, that, that was right about the time when my wife and I got married and we were, we were kind of high and dry with the market because I was in, in, in land development. And when, when real estate tanked, I, I, I had a lot less work and we thought, Hey, let's, let's do more of this business thing. And that's when when that, that opportunity came about, I started, still had my work, but I started doing this on the side. And 
we got into a, a farmer's market because somebody found us. They said, you're doing some amazing stuff. You need to be in the farmer's market. It was a really popular farmer's market in Old Town Temecula. And so it ended up, I, you know, it was supposed to be a seven-year wait list to get into this thing. They got me right in. I had something really special. And we started selling through there. And then I, I was just really into health at the time. My mom was on board with doing the raw foods and and Marilyn was along with me. She was, she was, she was like, okay, now we're doing this. I mean, I, I, I had a lot of like, oh, this is the thing now. And this is the thing. And I, right. I just went through all of the crazes. Right. Yeah. And uh, so a, a lot of what I was doing was like a big superfood smoothie. I, I still do it. You know, here's my huckleberry, wild huckleberry shake that I just uh, concocted up. And I, that's always been something that's, that's big with, with nutrition for me. And people are seeing me drink this thing. Sometimes it's green, sometimes it's whatever, brown. And they're like, well, what's in that? And then I start explaining, well, you know, MSM and, and herbs, Camu Camu and all these things that I was into. And then they're like, well, how do I get that? And I, then I started making these blends because I was, I was actually bringing on some companies that were selling it and telling people to mix this with that. Then it started with formulas, some of the powder formulas like the MSM morning mix. And then and what what year I, are we talking about here? This is 2000 and, 2008 really is when Raw Revelations was founded. So uh, it started evolving pretty quickly with a line with a product line 2009, 2010. And we went from, a, you know, a couple products to 50 within a couple of years. And were you because, making them yourself or were you? Yeah, because we were renting this kitchen uh, and that, that, that actually, that little, um, that little indoor farmer's market concept, they had a, a certified kitchen. Uh -huh. So we, we were renting that. And then, then I started making my formulas in that. And then we expanded to renting it. That, that didn't end up working out. I, I, I was kind of successful enough to where, uh, the, they started actually selling more of what I was doing. So they brought in a lot more products and were kind of competing with me and then they didn't end up making it. Um, so I stayed at the farmer's market and then I rented an, another kitchen and we did that for a couple of years until I, we were able to uh, get our own space. And so yeah. we still have that store, store today uh, in Murrieta and it's, it was our manufacturing and office and, and retail space. Uh, and that's kind of was our hub for all of our farmers markets. Um, but that's where we really took off and we really got to, to play with, you know, starting the extractions and starting using Myron and things like that. Is Myron was particularly important for me because I was going to these outdoor markets and we just had this canopy. Sometimes we get it, we get light. We definitely get a lot of indirect sunlight, but I was very aware of that. And so we were always big on shade and big on um, the packaging we use to keep it yeah. protected. Uh, while being outside, but kind of getting to the to, to, to the meaning of this is that this was really community driven and and raw revelations was responding to the needs that it was seeing with with our community and the the, the health concerns that people had. So we were I was I was just getting approached by everybody. I mean anybody really looking into just empowering themselves with their own their own health choices and nutrition and food they're going to be at the farmer's market i mean they're, right. going to, they're going to be getting the good food there so i met a lot of conscious people that were ready for for this type of thing um uh, for for herbs and, and kind of the next level of, of nutritional supplements so we we're, we're we were finding a lot of thyroid problems for instance and then we started getting digging down into iodine and then that was a big thing we were recommending and and just responding to the deficiencies like magnesium and, and MSM was a big one because, you know, we, people were so inflamed, they were, weren't detoxifying properly. I didn't even know it at the time, but MSM being a, such a great methyl donor and learning that later on and why all the reasons why we got so many benefits, people are like, I just can't live without this. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that was, that was so incredible. So in other words, Colin, let, let, let me just yeah. see if I got so... It's, it's like people said, hey, Colin, you know, like my thyroid doesn't work. What do you think I should do? And you, and you yeah. said, give me a week. I'll get back to you. Exactly. <laughs> and, and he said, well, <laughs> you know, you, you may need some iodine or you may need to detoxify. You may need some sulfur. And, and so yeah. where do I get it? Well, I don't know. Uh, so I'll get back yeah. to you in another week. 
So then you would find essentially the best iodine and yes. or the best form of sulfur being MSM. And yep. then you say, well, it, it seems to work better if you put it with such and such. And so we'll do that and here, take it. And then they come back a month later. Oh, my thyroid's better. And then you, you, now we're good. I mean, I, it, and it touched me so deeply. I remember one woman came back in tears. So she started tearing up about iodine. She's like, I had no idea. She's like, I was so crashed energetically. And, uh, and she was just so emotional because like right when, and I, I have the same experience when I first took iodine, I started cleaning my house. I mean, my energy was amazing and my body responded so well to it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then researching and in the, in the, it's the most electron rich mineral and all of these things. And it, it was just, it just clicked. Uh, it, it was, it was amazing. And I know iodine still to this day, people are so hesitant and it's controversial to them and things. And I, and I get it. Um, but it's, it was, it was worth it for us to deal with a product that number one, we don't have a lot of markup on, you know, it's just iodine is pretty readily available. It's not like something that it, it's, it's our, our biggest profit generating product. It's just, it's very affordable. It lasts a long time. People aren't going through it like crazy, but it, it just works. And, yeah. and, and it, it's, it, it's just one of those things that, that, yeah, it was worth it to us to still like, yeah, I know if you have to be careful if you have maybe an autoimmune issue and, and this and that there's a few exceptions, but more, it's just getting your body ready for it. Some people just aren't necessarily totally ready for it. Yeah. Um, everybody needs it. I mean, your cells have receptors for it. It's not like iodine doesn't work for me. It's not really, I don't think that's really the case. It's more just getting yeah. healthy enough to, to be able to take it. So, yeah. so tell us about, uh, I've read a little bit about how you extract herbs. That's maybe different than sure. how other people do that. So I think you yeah. call it a triple extraction or something. We do. Yeah. And we have different extractions for different ingredients. Um, and you do this all yourself, like you, you do. literally, yeah, we do. Yeah. We do all the extractions ourselves. Um, it, it's that, and that's, what's important to us. I mean, we've limited our own growth admittedly by doing, after doing everything in house, um, virtually everything we, we make, um, aside from a few capsulated products, we don't, we don't encapsulate, but, um, yeah, we, we still do it all, uh, all ourselves. Now wow. we have a large facility in Idaho. We can, we can get into what we're doing now, but, but as far as the extractions, we've always done it the same way. We do it in small batches because we want to keep it in glass. We want to, we want to ferment or we for not ferment, but we want to age and extract first in alcohol and a high grade alcohol and alcohol is such a strong solvent that you, you don't want to do it in a large vessel. Like that's plastic stainless steel is okay, but glass is the best. Yeah. So the biggest glass vessels we're able to get are only a couple gallons. Um, and you probably get bigger, but that's just hard to manage. You know, we, we actually shake it as well during the, the, the time that it's extracting by um, hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. yep. Um, every, we have a log that, you know, every so often you just shake it to stir it up. It just helps to, to yep. get the solvents deeper and to pull out the herbal material. So you get it, you get a good extraction, but we really, and there's also something, you know, there's, there's, there's different methodologies along with it that really help to just enhance the energy. Um, like with moon cycles, I mean, we, you know, the earth is really influenced by the moon. I mean, with the tides and all that stuff that it influences, it influences us energetically as well. Um, so on the lower, the lower energy, when the moon is waning, when it's at like it's new moon phase, um, that's, that's, a, that's a lower side. That's more of a cleansing side of the body. And that's when something is good to start an extraction with. That's, that's, that's a good period to begin something. So we try to start our extractions on, on that lower energy phase, and then we end it on, on the higher phase. So we typically go, we go a minimum of a month, but you, when you have a new moon, I mean, sometimes people find that there's something happened on a fall. Oh, that was a full moon too. Oh, weird. Uh, there's just the energy is the highest. Sometimes you, you just have more appetite. You notice it that way. Um, but we try to do our extractions on a full moon as well. Um, it doesn't work perfectly, but at least when you have that higher phase moon energy, uh, that helps with the extraction. It just helps with more energy in the product in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. 
but the big thing is that the solvents that are used, um, a lot of tinctures, they just put them in alcohol and commercially they're going to do it fast. They don't want to let this sit a long time. So they'll maybe have an agitation system that, that extracts it much quicker. Um, but we, we like to use time because we can just, you know, we can make them ahead of time and just, just know what we're, what we're doing. So we we're, we're able to get about a three month, we average about a two to three month extraction window. Wow. Um, so yeah. It, the, in other the words, they're sitting in alcohol for two sitting months. In alcohol. Yeah. And, and, and the alcohol is important too. Uh, we use, we have been using an organic grape alcohol. That's, that's important from France. Uh, that just has the cleanest taste. Uh, it's, it's, it's really nice. We also have used uh, an organic cane alcohol as well when that's not available, but um, we've had a pretty good consistent supply of the grape uh, recently. And that uh -huh. the flavor and the vibration of that is just, is just my favorite. Yeah. Um, and being organic, you know, is key. And, and we're, we're really particular how it's, how it's stored and things like that. We always try to store our grape alcohol as well in glass because um, storing it a long time in plastic can, can also yeah. have a, a negative effect on it, right. you know? Um, and then, and then we do, so once we harvest, once we harvest or extract that, uh, alcohol, uh, we use a press, uh, that's, that presses all the material out and, and, and we make sure to get as much of the alcohol out of that. So we have our alcohol extraction and then we do, we put that same material, same herbal material, into a hot water extraction. So we have uh, spring water or uh, uh, lately we've been using with Ida, with our Idaho location, we have really clean municipal water up here. So I just, you put that through a really good RO filter, um, a, a reverse osmosis filtration system. And we've been using that because the vibration of it's just great. It's just very good water. Um, when we were still working, operating down California, we, we would use spring water that we would, we would get in. Um, but, uh, just really good water to start. And uh, we'd heat that over about a day's period. We started in the morning and we'd, we'd add a lot of extra water to boil down. So we'd, we wouldn't really, we'd simmer it, but it wouldn't really boil high. We try to keep that, that level of the water temperature below boiling point. Um, there's just some, some research showing that that water below boiling is just a little bit better. Um, and that's on, that's on the, uh, the material the the plant material that's plant material after the alcohol is removed essentially alcohol is removed you still have a little bit you know you can't get all of it out okay. but alcohol boils at a lower temperature than water so that the rest of that alcohol just leaves into the atmosphere just evaporates and boils off and then and then we're left with a water extraction that's just basically a really really strong tea um because yep. we we have it to where the, the, the herbal material, essentially, it's a one-to-one -one extraction. It's the strongest you can get where there's, there's the same amount of herbal material as water uh, in, the, in the vessel. And then, and then we're, we're going to press that out as well. So it, we're, we're using this type of hydraulic press that pushes the herbal material out um, really strongly. And, and you, get, you get every last bit of, of that plant essence, of that energetic plant essence, in there as well. And the heat, see water has, is, is, is a solvent as well, but it, it carries different actives out than the alcohol. The alcohol right. can, can take more terpenoids and different things that have maybe a little bit more oil content or oil right. dominance to them versus, you know, the water has, has, has other things um, that it can get out that, that then, then you want to blend those together. So you're getting really that full spectrum. Um, in we do we do on one uh, make uh, another preparation of glycerin, uh, and that's with our IQ. Uh, we we do we do an organic raw glycerin that uh, is extracted as well, and can't really press that out because it's so thick. We just do a gravity filtration on that, and, and all, all the glycerin comes out, and then that's mixed in with our IQ. Um, IQ even also has some, some hydrolysis fermented uh, ginseng added. So it's technically a four extract, a trip, you know, a quadruple extraction, if you may, um, on that one, uh, because we're really looking to get 
as many adaptogens in a concentrated form as possible for when we're dealing with 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 the brain and we're dealing with that that's our key adaptogen formula so so the three what what is the third the one is the alcohol that's like the fat soluble components yeah. and then there's the hot, hot, water. hot water that's the water components and what what's the third extraction it would be glycerin so a triple extraction would be glycerin. Most, most of like our immune warrior, our balance, uh, those are just double extracted. Right. Uh, they, they, just, they just go through those two. We've just found that that is just, seems to be the best for, the, for those particular, the, the health goals and things in mind with those. Um, that's just got us perfectly great results and we really haven't messed with it. Not everybody likes glycerin. Um, some people a little weird about it, uh, but we've, we, we understand that more from the point of view of the sourcing of it. Uh, a lot of it has, is made with solvents and it's extracted from palm and, and, and soy and things that aren't as, as, as high grade sources um, and they're not organic. So this, this particular glycerin is, is, is really unique in the marketplace. So. Um, we, we kind of decided, Hey, we can get more extraction properties out of this. Glycerin has, um, almost like a, a soapy nature to yeah, it, if right. you, will. you know, it, it, so I think there's something extra you get from that. Um, and so that's where we, the IQ is a more recent, uh, ex, uh, product that we said, Hey, let's, let's try this out. Um, and it's so with and it's, IQ, there's the alcohol, there's the water there's a fermentation also yeah and yes. then there's the glycerin all mixed together yes and my yes. guess is nobody else does that oh not not to my knowledge no yeah, yeah. and even close no it, it, it's it's very unique yeah we i always uh, i i like to i like to go out think outside the box and and being having our own production and, and, and going through all of that work to do all the, this, this production ourselves has enabled us to do that yeah. as a, as a small company, we still are a small company, but especially when we were starting out, it was very overwhelming. You know, you, if you want to sell in all 50 States, you got to go through FDA and in California, they have their own branch, uh, California, California food and drug, and they come in and they, they want a lot from you. You know, there's a lot of, of, of batch record keeping and master manufacturing records and all sorts of, of qualitative and quantitative testing that you, you got to do. So being a small company, it was, it was hard to really do all of that. Yeah. Um, but, but it's, I'm glad I, I learned it all and went through all of that um, to now to, to, to have, to be able to, to, to keep doing it the right way. Cause we, we looked at going with co-packers and, and yeah. they're, they're just very limited on, on what you can do. And they have their own sources and they have their own methodologies and, and way they, they run things. Um, so. And, and how do you source the herbs? Uh, where, how do you, how do you approach that issue? Well, and that's what one thing that's been, been great about being into this for so long is that when it started as a hobby, so I was going to a lot of these conferences and conventions and, and meetups and different things where I was already connected with a lot of great sources even before I started the company that I was buying from. So, uh, personally, you know, and then they started, they, 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 they were ended up a, a lot, a lot of the, my contacts started, you know, I'm, I'm going to, they started their own supply company. Uh, so, so, and, and I helped fuel that because I'm like, Hey, I'm starting a company, you know, can you sell this to me in bulk or whatever? Um, so it, it, it was something that, having that, that experience and connections was, was really big. Um, and, and knowing what to look for, um, going through all of that, the being a, being your own manufacturer, you really have to know what to look for with, with testing and, and certifications of companies that you're sourcing from. Um, so that, that was really helpful. Um, and, and today now we have in our, in our system, we have over a hundred different vendors that we work with, uh, suppliers, uh, because sometimes they'll, they'll have a material that I, oh, it's not from, you know, this, this vicinity or this place, or it's that, it's that other stuff. Like, so I'm, constantly kind of switching around sometimes sometimes you know i have a vendor that's just 
solid and I've been able to consistently supply from or source from. Other times, it, it, I just have to I have to pivot because uh, things can change. So, yeah. yeah, it's and that's the beauty of being able to receive all the material and test it. We do a, we do a, a complete specification sheet every time we receive a new raw material and verify it against our last batch. So we retain the sample of the last material we purchased, and then we reference you know that compare it. How does it taste? How does it look? You know all of the lab results. You know what's the microbe level on this? Things like that. So, so you know that this is Shazandra berry, you know, it's organic, you know, yes. how it was grown, you know, the components in it, the sort of fingerprint of it. Yes. You, you know what you're dealing with, period. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we have a third party lab as well. So to qualify, you know, a new vendor, we, we test their, their lots a few times to just make sure they're consistent and the identification of the herb. I mean, it's pretty easy now. I mean, I could just, you could blindfold me and give me any of my powders and I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I just have, have done this so much. I know even when I get a sample from another company, I'm constantly, you know, getting emails from other suppliers and, you know, people just know, you know, when you're a company like, you know, you're in the business, then you're always getting approached by new suppliers. So that even it makes it a little bit easier, you know, the, the, the bigger you get or the more, the longer you've been in the business. But um, yeah, it's really easy to tell by samples. I mean, when they send right. you a sample and then you've got to make sure that that sample they sent you that you said you liked when they send you the, the bulk of your order, you got to make sure that matches up. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. it doesn't always match up. They'll send yeah. you the good stuff and then <laughs> the sample. So, um, all right. So, you know, the source and then we have, triple extraction and then it or or two extractions and then right into the mirin jars label exactly. that's the final yeah. product yeah and we still do it by hand we still bottle by hand wow. um you know because there's there's another thing you can run it through you know if you go through a big bottling plant they're running through a pump and things and yeah. that's not as ideal um so yeah we still use like manual bottling methods and, and wow. stainless steel and glass and things just little things like that i i really feel like they help to retain the healing qualities of 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 the material yeah so so now run us through a, a powder like one of my favorites is immunity matrix yes so like, like what's what how does the powder get created yeah great question so Powders, <clears throat> powders are fun because, and, and they're, and they're definitely challenging. That's the, that's the thing that changes. I mean, our, our, our liquid tinctures, they, they get pretty dialed in quickly and then they don't really change as the yeah. formula is pretty consistent, but with the powders, where we're dealing with so many different ingredients, especially something like immunity matrix, where we're dealing with, I think there's about nine medicinal, different types of medicinal mushrooms in there. And that, that formula was made for just ultimate immune system upgrade. Uh, I think of it, I try to explain it like immune food, where a lot of people think of it like, oh, I, you know, when I, if I take something from an immune system, it's going to be like echinacea, where I'm going to stimulate it. And we're, we're more on the, 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 the understanding that you want that our immune system needs a lot of different foods and in order to function properly there's so many different types of immune cells so it needs unique types of fuel the mushrooms give it the polysaccharides uh you really need vitamin c um but the best sources of vitamin c are from plants so and uniquely these these the mushrooms and the vitamin c is synergistic together the vitamin c increases right. the uptake of the polysaccharides from the mushrooms um, and in order to, to help activate the vitamin C, you also need minerals. Um, and so we're, we're also looking at, at putting minerals in there. So we have a lot of different things going on with that formula. And then you got to make it somewhat palatable. And <clears throat> always first, my, my, my rule has been, you know, function first, taste second. Yeah. And, and, and so we always want it, we want it to absorb very well. We want the, we, we, that's why we use powders. I should always mention, cause a lot of people are like, why don't you just encapsulate this? Like, this is hard to take, you know, it's, it's not the best taste, right? So 
you know, we, I think we have receptors in our, in our tongue that, that tell the digestive system what's going on, what's in here. Our body is really figuring things out when we're chewing, we're mixing with salivary amylase and enzyme. So we're breaking things down already. When we swallow a capsule, I mean, the body's like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. And then that's, it, it's just weird in the stomach. Um, it, it doesn't fully break down. I, I don't think it dissolves very well and, and is in the, and is giving the, the, body a fair chance to assimilate it um some things you just have to you put in capsules it's 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 hard to get around but so we want a powder and with with approaching something like immunity matrix i just go okay you know with mushrooms we we know there's some there's a lot of research finding that the more mushrooms you put to you put with one another the more supportive they will be um, so we are trying to get as many mushrooms together as we could. And there's, there's a lot of great medicinal mushrooms out there, but the, there's some, some on particular on the forefront, um, like reishi and chaga and yeah. cordyceps, uh, lion's mane is good nervous system, but it's actually originally lion's mane is, is, was, was used for stomach disorders in Chinese medicine. It's very good digestive aid. Um, so it's, it's good digestive tonic or, uh, helps helps heal um, digestive issues, but it's also rich in polysaccharides, super good for the immune system too. Um, so all of the mushrooms have their own little unique features and benefits to them. Cordyceps, really good for lung, really good for energy, has a little bit of, of glutathione precursor in it. So just natural detoxification. Um, so that, so you have a little, a lot of different benefits going on, but the, the key, the key to it all was commonality was it's it's really good for the immune system um with vitamin c we had to find plant we always go for the plant source so camu camu has been one of our main go-to's and, and are these medicine are these mushrooms are they hot water extracted oh good point they... yeah well we went through different phases early on i was i was always trying to find local sources and, and such so um we were getting a mushroom mycelium powder locally uh, that was grown in, in Southern California and it was organic. <clears throat> and I, and I had tried it myself for a while, really liked it, um, found benefits to it, but that was just kind of like a low temperature dried mycelium. Right. It worked. It was okay. It was okay. But it, you don't, you miss out on the fruiting body part of the mushroom. I mean, that's really what, what we would naturally be eating in nature. You know, when right. you think of a portobello or whatever, that's the, the fruiting, that's the fruiting body or the reproductive organ of the mushroom. And we, <clears throat> we rarely eat the mycelial product, which is kind of the spider webby stuff that grows in, in the underground. But in labs, you cultivate it on um, like oats or rice. And then that mycelium cultures that, and then you could grind all that up. Um, so what we've done, we've now evolved it to kind of a, a, a hybrid of that. Um, so where some, uh, some of the things like cordyceps is always a mycelium product, um, but we also use a cordyceps militaris that has the fruiting bodies available as well. So we put both of the species, cordyceps sinensis and cordyceps um, militaris in for, for that, that complement. And then we found a really great source of fruiting body, hot water extracted, hot water extracted mushrooms that I feel are more broad spectrum. They have about the same amount of polysaccharides as you would get in a mycelium product, but you get the other, the other adaptogenic and immune modulatory like triterpenoids and things, yep. other actives that the fruiting bodies have that the mycelium does not. Um, so I, I feel like that's the best. There's been a lot of more awareness with mushroom products recently too. So we have a lot of people like wanting fruiting body. And so <clears throat> we sell fruiting body, you know, as well on the side individually um, in some of the, like the chaga and the reishi, the popular ones, but with, with that, with that immunity formula, that immunity matrix formula, it's, it's, it's a, the, the best combination of all of them yeah. together. Yeah. Right. All right. And so those are basically dried powders then mostly <clears throat> with some. So, yeah. I mean, dried, you could say extract powders, the mushrooms would be go through a hot water extraction. Yeah. Um, so they, they, cause when you deal with a fruiting body, you do have that, that 
type of hard fiber called chitin in mushrooms, yeah. really indigestible, hard to deal with. So the hot water makes that, um, those nutrients much more bioavailable. Um, and then, yeah, so I always, I, I do, I, I should say this, that, that to me, there's a big difference between a powder and an extract. Um, because it should be said and people just so people understand that when you're, when you're sourcing, um, you know, a, a, a powdered product, it could be simply an herb ground up, or it could be an herb, an herb or vegetable. We can say, we can say like in, in the context of this, we're talking berries because we're talking superfruits. So like the camu camu berry, you don't really get much juicing from that because the berry is pretty dry. Right. So they'll, they'll grind that up in low temperature, dehydrate that. As far as something like acerola cherry, which we also use, there's a lot of different um, uh, types of powders out there. There's just the whole acerola cherry powder, but you're only going to get maybe eight to 10% vitamin C tops, um, usually even less. Then there's a, a juice powder that you can, you actually juice the fresh, fresh berries to remove the fiber and dry the juice. So then you're getting a more concentrated product. Um, and then it's how you dry the, ju the juice. Are you spray drying it? Are you freeze drying it? Um, so we use a, a, a freeze dried juice powder of acerola. You're gonna get the highest vitamin C and, and efficacy from that. Um, and, and so that's actually something we've been using more and more now. We find, finally found a really good source for that um that we like that's consistent because the other part about that is th those juice powders are very susceptible to wanting to go back to juice so yeah. they're wanting to absorb moisture yeah where right. you have a whole powder it's it has fiber and everything and it's pretty balanced and can 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 hold to a powder easily but with those juice powders yeah they won't they'll get sticky quick sticky. and clumpy right. And so we have to balance that in our formula with, with the whole powders and, and we can't just, that's why it's hard for us to sell just a, a juice powder by itself um, right. without maybe using a desiccant or something like that. Um, and then we use, then there's another form of extraction and this, this is common with amla berry because amla is a unique vitamin C source, but not nearly as high, it's maybe one or 2% vitamin C, but you know, the, the, the adaptogenic quality of amla is really good. It's, it's actually considered like in, in Ayurvedic medicine, it's considered a rasiana. I mean, this is a, the highest classification of herb you can get um, very rejuvenating to the body. Um, and it also just helps to balance uh, the body from all sorts of the different types of stresses. Um, so that, that we put that in there as well um, in the immunity matrix. So that's kind of your main, your main fruit, uh, superfruits. Um, we also add goji as well, um, but that's more for, it's actually like on the classification of, of mushrooms in terms of immune benefits because it's very rich in polysaccharides. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's some other unique qualities to goji, um, like it's food source, like it's really high in the mineral lithium, uh, which is good for mood. And so they've, Chinese are, are, are really interesting how they figured this out. They knew that goji berries enhance cheerfulness and then science is now saying, right. oh yeah, it's the lithium in there. So, right. um, you know, and mushrooms are great for Shen too. I mean, the, the spirit, just the mood. Um, so that formula immunity matrix, I mean, there's so many other benefits to it because when you start getting into using whole foods for say vitamin C, then you could see where it can go. Um, or polysaccharides, where do I get that? Then you, then you get these other, these other ingredients that have so many other unique benefits to them. And it's, it's, yeah. fun. But it's really hard. It's confusing for customers. Cause then they read through this and they're like, well, it's also good for this, but how could it be? How could it be yeah, good? Right. For all? It's like, well, it is. Yeah. You know, Colin, I, I think the main thing I, I, uh, that people are going to get out of this, which is what I was absolutely hoping for because it's what I'm getting out of it too, is somebody at Raw Revelations is minding the store. <laughs> In other words, uh, you know, we, we don't need, we as, you know, customers, I guess, we don't necessarily need to know every detail of why Rishi is good or not good, but we have to be able to hear from the person or people 
who are thinking about where to source this and why do I use hot water and why do I use glycerin and when do I use glycerin and why yeah. did I put it in a Myron jar and you know when do I use an extra you know a powder etc and yeah. I'm telling you uh, if I was a big fan of your company before I am a bigger fan now because somebody who knows a lot is minding your store and, and that's <laughs> well, that's just great and the the detail and the the attention to detail is really uh, exactly why I was drawn to your group in the first place and now I can see more in retrospect why it worked you know nobody else is doing this hand processing nobody everybody's farming their stuff out exactly and, it's yep. really, it's, it's really great to hear. So I, just, oh, uh, I don't know if you have any last words for our viewers, but I, yeah. I think. Well, I, we're, we're excited where we're going. I mean, we've been able to kind of over the, the last 10 years of, of, of going from the, in the trenches at these farmers markets to now really seeing a, a really robust product line coming together. And now just not only keep i don't think more for me it's not keeping it good it's making it better always making it better. so you know we're constantly i'm still constantly improving it i mean our biggest jump was going from this little thousand square foot area we had to manufacture in uh to five thousand square foot warehouse it was a brand new build i i did the the, the tenant improvement in it so we built it exactly how we wanted it, all of our offices and break rooms and everything to be and um, we put, you know, ozone filtration in it and, and just really, really segregated manufacturing areas with, with just all brand new equipment and, and everything to make our job easier and, uh, but not sacrifice the quality in any way. And that, and that's what it, the big thing now is because there's so much potential for us to grow and to, 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 to just, oh yeah, we can just sell this like crazy. But for me, I always ran into a stumbling block with scaling and quality. Yeah, right. And so we're, we're, we're very comfortable as to where we're at and we're able to still grow, but still keep that quality now and, and, and have that assuredness. And that was a big step. This, it took me five years of realizing, okay, I, I really need to, to get in a bigger space to finally getting, getting it yeah. happening. Um, so. I'll tell you that uh, the next step may be you're at some point, you know, you're, what you're doing with water is fine, but there's more you can do with water. And I at, completely agree. At some yeah. point we should, we should talk because I know some pretty amazing things where you can, you can structure the water using vortex vort, vortices and, and you'll, you know, it'll, yeah. it'll even take it another level, but I, I'm just yeah. so glad we did this because it's really inspiring what you're doing and it's just a gift to the world. So thank you. Oh, oh thank you. Yeah, it was great. Great chatting with you today and I uh, look forward to our next time. Okay. Thank you, Colin. Have a good Bye. one. Thanks Bye -bye. everybody.